Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News today. Courtesy of our friends across the pond at boxing247.com, plus a little bit of extra stuff every now and then. The other day, um, our good friend Natalie Brown on her Sugar Show was talking about uh, some of the issues facing women today. And one would be obviously the disparity in pay uh, between the men and the women. But Everyone knows that the interest in uh, women's boxing is ramping up incredibly. And uh, some of those fighters are indeed getting their uh, just due. Uh, one of those ones uh, looking to make her mark and who I really like a lot uh, based on what she is saying is uh, a Swedish lady, young lady, 29 years old, who is now living, though, in the UK, and Lucy Wildheart. And uh, she certainly aims to become a firm household favorite, without a doubt. And uh, let's have a let's have a bit of a backgrounder on her. Uh, <laughs> but I gotta say, whoever wrote this, I'll give him credit. It's, it's on boxing247.com. The 29-year-old Brentwood domiciled featherweight ace boasts the same key values as Swedish super brands. The reliability of Ikea, the durability of Volvo, and the A-lister star potential of ABBA. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Okay. So that just kind of starts us off, sets the stage. She's about to uh, go toe-to-toe -to -toe against one of France's uh, experienced fighters, Marina Sakharov, and that'll take place at York Hall. Uh, York Hall, you know, not exactly the... Uh, Wembley Stadium kind of facility, but nonetheless, uh, a good a good place for, for Lucy to make her mark, and she certainly intends to. Here's what she had to say, and not it's in entirety, because uh, if you want to get the full story, please go to boxing247.com. Anyway, she says, female boxers are finally getting opportunities, securing sponsors, able to make a future for ourselves. I expect our side of the sport to grow even more over the next few years, and I look forward to being a big part of that. And um, keep in mind, she's triumphed in all but one of her 11 fights since uh, stormed professional ranks uh, in May of 2017. The laser-focused Swede has set her sights firmly uh, on Mega Money 2023 showdown against 126-pound division leader and female pound-for-pound -pound contender Amanda Serrano. Uh, so let's just uh, see how she intends to get there. Uh, including her loss uh, to Estelle Mosley, uh who also from France early in her career, uh, uh, mostly at the time, um, was uh, uh, the 2016 Olympic champion. And uh, the Scandinavian hotly contests the unanimous decision that went against her. Lucy said, I believe those scores were all wrong, and I won the fight. <laughs> anyway, okay, so she, she's gone across uh, uh, Europe and Africa and, and, and compiled her hard-earned, highly rewarded wins in, in the formative uh, years of her career. Now, today, she says, I feel British. I wear both flags. Britain has done a lot for me, and I'm here to stay. The houses here are very small. In Sweden, we're used to very big gardens, but the Brits are far more sociable. And I've become a much better person since coming here. You might recall I had a story about Lucy Wildheart the other day and uh, profiles her upbringing in Sweden. Uh, you might want to refer back to it. But anyway, she's now coached by Sam Mullins. 
at the upwardly mobile Churchill Boxing Facility in Waterloo, South London, with Richard Merchant overseeing strength and conditioning duties in Chelmsford. She says, it takes me three hours a day traveling to get to the boxing gym and another hour to get to my strength and conditioning training, said uh, Lucy. There's, there's a real positive atmosphere, though, at Sam's gym. Plenty of high-level female sparring where we can really have at it. Sam explains things in a way I can understand. I focus mainly on technical skills and the basics. He also manages me very well, feels my feelings. He's really made me believe in myself. I hope Richard Maynard and me work together for the rest of my career. Together, we'll win both titles, secure sponsorships, and really get our names out there. So as I said, uh, she mentioned earlier that she wants to you know, give it a go against Amanda Serrano, the current WBC, WBO, and IBO queen, and gateway to serious riches, as we all know. So she says, Amanda is a top, top fighter and a great person. I'd love to share a ring with her. I don't shout or bully. I'm very professional, but if calling Amanda out helps, that's what I'll do. <laughs> yes, she has experience, but I've I've been in the game a long time too. I've already proved competitive with plenty of good people, most notably mostly who won the Olympic lightweight gold ahead of Katie Taylor. So if the opportunity arises, I'll definitely take it and be confident I can beat Amanda. I have more skill and I'm faster uh, to force us around a fight. Uh, firstly, I must win all the fights that are coming my way. And so she goes up, uh, as I said, against Marina Sakharov on a Wasserman boxing card uh, being fought at uh, York Hall in London. So there you go. And uh, we're going to move along now to another fight that's taking place in London. As I said uh, earlier, as I profiled both the, uh, the headliners on that particular card, Dillian White and Jermaine Franklin. Jermaine Franklin, who is 21-0 from America. And we'll get to uh, the comments made by uh, both fighters and, in fact, uh, what Eddie Hearn in particular had to say. On the undercard, uh, Fabio Wardley had this to say. Um, I, I first put on a pair of gloves maybe seven years ago now. For me to be in the situation, there's no pressure. I know I've trained hard. I know I'm fit. I know I'm ready. I've got the power at the end of the fight. If I need to, I just need to get in there and do my job. Fair enough. Nathan Gorman, uh, who will be going toe-to-toe -to -toe against uh, Wardley, will uh, have has this to say about it. Uh, most definitely, it's a must-win fight for me. The British title is the most prestigious belt out there. I win this Saturday night, the domestically think. Uh, not just worldwide, domestically, the heavyweight scene is the best it's ever been. So there's some fantastic fights that can be made there. My full concentration is on the Fabio fight. And uh, we all know that they're talking about uh, potentially fighting Anthony Joshua, which, as I said, I'll get to in a second with Eddie Hearn's comments. Anyway, Richard Bolotnik, also on his undercard, said this. I hope everything is all right with Craig Richards because he wasn't there yesterday and he isn't here today. I hope we will have a fight. I am ready. Everything is all right. England, hi. Eddie Hearn, thank you very much for giving me a chance to come here and fight on the same card with the big guys. Pat McCormick had this to say. Finally, I'm on the big stage. This is where I feel like I belong. I've dreamed of fighting for Matchroom, and I just can't wait to get in there on Saturday night. I've boxed all over the world. Everyone in boxing knows how good I am and what I've achieved. Now it's time to show all the public and all the fans at home how good I am. This is what it's all about. 
It's about getting uh, that experience in. I haven't gone back to the corner yet as a pro, so I should do a few rounds on Saturday to show everyone what me and my coach, Ben Davison, have been working in the gym day in, day out. I'm ready to shine on Saturday. As an amateur, it's a lot different. There's only three rounds. At pros, 12. You need to live the life and do everything right, otherwise you're just going to get found out. I'm ready to Paul put it all in and win some titles, hopefully next year, a British title or something, and push on from there. Keep climbing the ladder until I reach the top. Yes, sir. That's what it's all about. Uh, Sandy Ryan, one of our favorites here on Talk and Fight, had this to say, uh, talking about uh, her, her competitor, Esther Sanchez. She's a two-time world champion, and she's been in the ring with the likes of Chantel Cameron, Katie Taylor, Jesse McCaskill, and gone the distance. She's no pushover and no walkover, and I understand that. But you know that I'll take any fight. As soon as you put this girl forward, I said, yes, we'll take it. The way I carry myself now is completely different. I don't see, I don't see her beating me. I'm here for the long run. Anyone can get it. All my focus on Saturday, I can't take any fight lightly after what happened early on in my career. All my focus on Saturday next year is going to be a very big year, and there's some very big fights to be made. Sanchez, for her part, said, thank you very much for the opportunity. I've been in some big fights, as you've said. This is a new opportunity against Sandy Ryan. I prepared for the fight as well as I can do, as always, really well. Uh, as you said, I've got some uh, good experience behind me. Uh, the fights I've had against McCaskill, Tail, and other top fighters, and on those occasions, it didn't go my way on the night, but I'm prepared for this to be my night against Sandy Ryan. Jivon Clark had this to say. It's been good so far. I wasn't one of the guys that medaled at the Olympics, so people didn't get to see my skills. With uh, But with Matchroom and zone platform, people are going to start seeing it now. You said my opponent had faced all those guys. Yeah, that's all good, but he hasn't faced me yet. We're going to have fun on Saturday night. I think I've done all right so far. As you said, I've had my chin checked. I've got skills. I can box. I can fight. I think people will see that all go along. As my coach uh, picks them and you pick them, I'll fight them. I don't look too far ahead. Just handle what I've got in front of me, and people will see as we go. Right on. Uh, let's have a quick look here. See, oh, yes, yes, yes. I wanted to have a quick quote, quote here from Thomas Carty, who my gore focused on the other day in his episode of Knuckle Up. Thanks for the opportunity. I'm delighted to be here. I'm delighted to be taking part in such a big card. Like you said, it's looked like it's going to be uh, Katie going to be headlined at Croke Park. I look to be out front. I, I, I look out my front window of my house, and I can see that side of Croke Park. It'll be a historic night, and I'm delighted to be kept busy up until then. Roll on Saturday night and roll on 2023. Here we come. All righty. So let's get back to uh, the headliners and uh, what Eddie Hearn had to say. So this comes uh, from one of my friends, uh, Scott Guilfoyd, who uh, writes in uh, BoxingNews24.com. Matchroom head honcho Eddie Hearn is predicting a knockout victory in a statement fight for the wounded lion, Dillian the Body Snatcher White, this Saturday night against the hard-hitting American Jermaine Franklin uh, over in OVO Arena in Wembley, uh, London, England. Now this uh, author says, at this point in White's career, he's shot, old guy, totally depleted, being put in a position to get a money fight that he doesn't really deserve against Anthony Joshua. Hearn feels it's too much of a step up for the 29-year-old Franklin, the one who's never tasted defeat and is coming in to finish off what's left of the sinking career of the 34-year-old White, who's now 28 and 3, by the way. Hearn says Franklin will get a shot at Anthony Joshua if he wins on Saturday. Uh, 
but it's more likely he'll be brought back to the UK for a rematch with White. There's little chance that Hearn will let Franklin ruin what's left of White's shattered career to take the money fight against Joshua in the first half of 2023. Hearn wants Dillian to be the guy that faces Joshua, not Franklin. As such, if the American wins on Saturday, he likely won't get the Joshua fight, as Hearn has said he would. Franklin will be dragged back to the UK to fight White a second time if he defeats him this Saturday. Anyway, at the top of that story, uh, Eddie Hearn had mentioned wounded lion Dillian. That comes courtesy of Jermaine Franklin's trainer, Jesse Addison, who says Dillian White is a wounded lion, and they're going to finish him off on Saturday uh, in their 12-round fight. White got all worked up in response to Addison's comments about him, and he started yakking nonstop, not letting the trainer say his thing. Dillian wouldn't shut up and needed to be muzzled so that Addison could describe what would happen to him on Saturday night when Franklin starts unloading. Addison pointed out to the media that the 34-year-old White has been knocked out in two of his last three fights and is like a wounded lion, wandering around the jungle, an easy mark for the younger lions to finish him off. It's hard to deny that White resembles an old snaggletooth lion with the way he's looked in recent fights against Tyson Fury, Alexander Povetkin, and Marius Watch. Dillian resembles a Hammond Egger in those fights, and surprisingly, British promoter Eddie Hearn has chosen to re-sign the fading old lion. Obviously, this is a move to use White as a punching bag to make Anthony Joshua look good before he's ripped apart by Deontay Wilder next year. Oh, man. Definitely a knockout victory. We're here in England. He has friends here. So we want to secure the victory, said Jermaine Franklin's trainer, Jesse Addison, during the, the press conference uh, prior to their fight against uh, Dillian White. Dillian White is a wounded lion wandering in the jungle. When you get a wounded lion wandering in the jungle, the healthy lions are going to destroy him. This Franklin is a healthy lion. He, White, been knocked out two times in the last three fights. He's a wounded lion. This man, Jermaine, is undefeated. So we're just going to finish him off. That's all. We want to make sure we take the judges out of the equation. And you might have heard... You might have heard us say that an awful lot in talking fight. We want to make sure we take the judges out of the equation, he said. And Jermaine's fists are going to be the judge. <laughs> He's white, mumbling now. But after the fight, he won't even be able to mumble. <laughs> We're going to see what, what you get off your ass. What? We're going to see when you get off your ass. He's triple retarded. We're going to take full advantage of this opportunity that we got. His professional career has been built on the road. We went into this opponent's backyard in front of their fans, in front of their families, and we destroyed them. Just like we're coming to do with Dillian White in front of his fans, in front of his family. We're going to destroy him, said Addison. It's nothing new to us. We grew to this, said Addison. <laughs> Wow. Okay. So this is what uh, Eddie Hearn said in response. This is a big step uh, up to the elite level of the heavyweight division. You say you're going to destroy Dillian White? What gives you that confidence? Just being around Jermaine Franklin and seeing his ability? Because this is a big step up for the big stage for Jermaine Franklin. We're not fearful of the big stage. We are the big stage, said Anderson in response. 
I don't even know what Hearn is babbling about when he says that white is the elite level. He's not anywhere near elite level, and he never was. <laughs> well, wow, isn't that classic stuff? Brought to you from Talk and Play. All right. Thanks very much, guys, for joining me here. Today has been a fun episode. Um, we're going to see more um, from Mike Gore at 4 p.m. for Knuckle Up and then uh, 7 p.m. with Tim Witherspoon on the Friday night panel where we'll preview uh, a lot more of the fights that are coming up in, in, in not only uh, tonight but this weekend, uh, including both Saturday and Sunday. So join us for those shows as we preview more fights and more fighters. Remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell, and thank you very much for joining me.